The madness was temporary. At least I hoped it was. I don't even know what caused it in the first place. I assumed it was greed. After all, most of us tell ourselves that some money is better than no money. But I've come to the conclusion that controlling one's sanity and blood pressure can be infinitely more valuable than having a few extra dollars in one's pockets. The madness that overcame me was my decision to have a garage sale, or yard sale, if you prefer that term. I think Dante referred to the garage sales as the innermost circle of hell. If you're one of those people who fanatically visit garage sales on the weekend to search for that priceless gem, like an original copy of the U.S. Constitution hidden behind a worthless painting, or maybe one of those Hummel figurines that some people like to put on their mantles, I mean no disrespect and I'm truly sorry if I have, in fact, offended you. But it's my humble opinion, after having hosted a few of these events, that garage sales bring out the worst in humanity. I can only imagine this is how the apocalypse might go. Everyone for him or herself. All is fair in love, war, and garage sales. I listed my garage sale as starting at 8 a.m. on a Saturday. I moved most of my items into the garage the night before so I could easily take them into the yard the next morning. It took me hours to price everything, but I figured that was better than answering how much is this a million times. I had a few fold-out tables on which to display the smaller items, and I went to the bank so I could have plenty of change for that person who would hand me a $20 bill for an item that I had priced at 20 cents. I recruited my retired neighbor, Mrs. Coyer, to help me. She would handle the money while I did the negotiations with the customers. Let's face it. No one ever pays the sticker price at a garage sale. Even if you list the item for free, someone will try to negotiate with you simply out of time-honored tradition. I opened my garage door around six o'clock. I thought two hours would be plenty of time to get everything staged. Imagine my surprise when I saw several people already standing in my driveway. They swarmed my belongings like a pack of vultures on a rotting carcass. I considered immediately slamming the door in their faces and running into my house to hide behind my sofa. In hindsight, I should have done that. However, at that moment, the madness still had me in its tight grip, and I saw the upcoming struggle as a battle to be won. I was convinced, naively as it turned out, that I would be declaring victory at the end of the day. Mrs. Coyer must have been watching my plight from her kitchen window because she came out about fifteen minutes later to help control the herd. It was a fruitless effort. There was a steady stream of new customers within the next two hours, and by eight, the official start of my garage sale, most of the good items were gone. This caused the people who followed the guidelines of my ad to yell at me for selling items before the allotted time. How did I respond to that? I didn't. I just walked away and tried to obscure myself behind my yard tools and lawnmower. Those few hours were some of the worst of my life. I had to contend with the thieves who didn't think I saw them shoving my belongings into their coat pockets, and there were liars who would tell Mrs. Coyer I quoted them a price substantially less than what I actually did. Do you think asking five dollars for a toaster that actually works is unreasonable? Apparently someone did because she was enraged that she would have to pay more than 25 cents for it. Probably the most egregious act of the day came from an old guy who showed interest in my candle-making kit. 
I had a cardboard box filled with small metal molds and pots that I used years ago to make candles for Christmas gifts with an old girlfriend. The box stayed in the back of the closet ever since then and had collected a substantial amount of dust. I hope to unload it for three dollars. This guy proceeds to walk around the yard and pick up everything made of metal. He then tossed those items into the box with the candle supplies and handed me three dollars. I informed him that the candle supplies were three dollars, but he still owed me for all the other stuff he tossed into the box. He reminded me that the box had a sign on it that said three dollars. I really didn't know how to respond to this logic, so I told the guy that the three dollars was for the supplies in the box. It wasn't designed to be an everything-you-can-fit-in-the-box price. The conversation after that comment went something like this.